right, for Motorhead Podcast, episode number 14, March 2018. What, what? I'm John Gulo of Promoterhead in the 13th floor. Who do we got tonight? Johnny Mack from Promoterhead and Thunderforge and other stuff. Charles Ayala, uh, ex-rec room, I guess, <laughs> I would say. God damn it. Scene uh. supporter. <laughs> uh, Eduardo Casella from Ice Giant, great to be back. And one of your studio owners, Anthony Medallia, back at it again after a couple months off. All right. Welcome, guys. Charles, welcome. Your first time in here. Um, first time. Podcast Cherry. You guys <laughs> just went on a big uh, big adventure recently. We'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, any shows anybody's been to in the last month or six weeks since we've been here? Uh, actually, me and Anthony just went to The Jewel. Good call. The other night. Yes. We saw Red Mantis. Ah. And I'm drawing a blank. Who else played? Who's the first oh, no, band? My Missing I'm, Half. Yeah, My Missing Half and Unflesh. And Unflesh, of course. Nice. Unflesh. But there was, there's one but more band that I missed. I missed the first band as well. It's like uh, something... Many apologies to the first band. Yeah, Argula Somnia? That's a good band Something name. similar to that? Apologies to the first band. They used to be called uh, Rommel's Less Stand. But they they changed their name. They 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 had a few uh, lineup changes and they changed. But I haven't heard them. Were they uh, are they local or New England local? Or? I think they're from New Hampshire. Don't okay. quote me though. I haven't heard them before. So. Yeah. Well, we had Red <clears throat> Mantis down to thirteenth floor a couple months back. I want to say. Yeah, they were good. They were very good. Very good. Yeah, I enjoyed them. Hell yeah! I only caught a couple songs, but it was, it was really good. Um, same vocalist as. Oxblood Blood Forge. Forge, yeah, yep. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Different different sounds, but yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, I I agree. Somnia. That's about right. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I agree. Somnia. I guess yeah. check them out. Sorry, we missed you. Yep. <laughs> I heard you're kind of like noisy deathcore type stuff, but huh. I haven't heard it yet. Interesting. I'll check it out. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that, was, that was a fun time up at uh, up at the Jewel. I still haven't been to the Jewel yet. It's oh, super swanky. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Probably for my money, the best sound around for like local guys at least because they they they, have, they host some larger shows and they, man, the subs in there are absolutely kicking. It's been forever since I've been yeah. to Manchester for a show. It's definitely the best venue in Manchester to, yeah. to go to. Yeah, I, I used to go to Rocco's and. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> Talk about it. That, that's that's I've never yeah, been now. to Rocco's, and I have stories <laughs> oh, about yeah. Rocco's. Dude, played Rocco's many times back in the day. And too many times. <laughs> yeah, way too many times. One I was time so happy to hear many. that it fucking burned down or closed or one of the two. They turned into a meth lab. Did they actually? Yeah, it got, and then burned down. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it, it was actually a drug den during the venue days, and then uh, well, there I was, an, heard there was that, an article yeah. about six months ago where they like did a bus there, and it's a meth lab now. So, oh so it didn't burn down. No. Well, there was a fire. Oh, I think okay. it was a meth-related fire. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, it went down in in flames. Talk about scumbags that ran that place. Yeah. I remember years ago, my buddy's band was playing with uh, Abysmal Dawn and All Shall Perish and uh, another band from up there. So a whole bunch of us just got in the caravan, headed up to Manchester. And we wanted to do some drinking, so we were going around looking for a package store or something. Couldn't find a fucking package store anywhere in that fucking town that was open, at least. So we ended up buying, like, a case of Twisted Teas at a gas station oh, somewhere. Nothing it was, wrong like, with the that. only thing. No, nothing no, wrong with it. it was with me. <laughs> Fuck Twisted Teas, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, 
After so about terrible. like six or seven of those, I felt awful. Yeah, that's too I had many. To drive like yeah. <laughs> well, it's our only option, but yeah. I haven't been up there in years. Uh, what else we got? Uh, there was a show at Cherry Street that uh, Thunder Forge just played yeah, at. Yeah, that was a that really was this cool past show. Past weekend, uh, Fires of Ideals was raising some money to record their new album. Nice. And uh, it was Dialith and Chasm who played as well. And you and guys had a special vocalist, right? Oh, yeah. The yeah three like Trina uh, Ford, right? So, yep. Adam uh, fucked up and scheduled a flight to Omaha because his girlfriend is on an internship there. <laughs> And didn't I, I don't know if he scheduled the show or the flight first, but he came back on the 25th and the show was on the 24th. Awesome. So <laughs> Katrina from Age of Embers filled in. And Which was oh, awesome, it. by the way. It Hell was yeah. that awesome. was so cool. Yeah, I was Nuts. there. It was it was um, really interesting just to see like the blend of like her doing her like power metal thing mm-hmm. with Thunder Forge, just Hell taking yeah. it to a different level. That was, like, for me, a one-of-a-kind performance. Hell yeah. It was just probably never going to really happen again, but maybe. But I mean, like, Adam it, fucks up his schedule management again, you never know. It, it was really cool, <laughs> really cool to see that, yeah. Glad you enjoyed it. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, it was, she, we only had to rehearse, like, once, and she just figured it out and showed up and killed it. Yeah. Uh, awesome. It was lucky, too, because, like, I guess, like, her lower range and her voice is right where Adam's upper ranges which is where he's singing most of the time for us anyway like, yeah sometimes like going from vocalist to vocalist you can like run into issues if they can't hit the notes and this just happened to work out and sounded awesome yeah nice. it, she she fit the band well vibes wise like, i agree it didn't feel like she was like not an, a full-time member it was pretty cool yeah so, so- and and Virus of Ideals was they had a really cool set too. They actually played oh, an orchestra. Yeah, yeah. They, did yeah. they played Death in March. They did oh, Goblin nice. Death March. Yeah, nice. there's actually a video yeah. of it somewhere up on Facebook <laughs> Shit, that I yeah. saw. I saw a picture of Sean holding up the shield. I was yes. like, oh man, dude, yeah. that's way too far away from me. Though. That yeah. was great. I miss Orchimentary. First time ever with like a full band playing yeah. that song. That's so. cool. Fucking, I hope he does more of that. Or yeah, I, think, I, think, I that. think that's what the plan do more might of be, that. but we'll Please. leave it for him to, to yeah. say that. Damn. <coughs> that's cool. You heard it here first. He's doing more of that. That's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, what else we had? We had the, the Scafism, Boar Corpse. Who the hell else played that show? Uh, I missed that show. Actually, I was playing at Cherry Street with the Maniacal Sun? Violator that night, no. which is like the weekend okay. before. That uh, was scalpel, scalpel, and uh, toke. That's who it was. Yeah, Pretty the one stacked. that Angor was supposed to play and didn't. Yeah, oh, shit. Stacked death metal show, but that was awesome. That was my first time seeing Scafism, band that's been around for a long time. Um, I have yet to see them. I know Alex does a rad. good job with all his bands, but yeah. I have yet to see Scafism. They didn't disappoint. That's for sure. I do love me some scalpel, though. Oh. <clears throat> Scalpel rules. Very tight. And I think they a have a new album too. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a new EP or a new album within that, the last year. Or? Uh, I think. I know Jamie Cross did the art for one of the most recent ones. Well, I, I was talking with Antoine at the Jewel show, and mm-hmm. and he had a few CDs set off to the side. He got them, and I think one yeah. one of them was like brand new Scalpel. I didn't I didn't pick it up yet. Well, he but, was at my show, and I'm pretty sure I saw <laughs> that whole transaction happen. So they're probably. The most recent album, but nice. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Doomsmith. That was yes. uh, oh, that the was other great show. major show. Oh my 
God. Yeah, our good friend Robo. Uh, he hasn't been on the podcast yet. We got to get That's him right. here. Uh-huh. That's very but true. Yeah, Robo had his birthday party at the Ohm. Uh, <clears throat> Black Pyramid headline. Problem with Dragons, of course, opened. Uh, heavy Temple. Heavy Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy Temple. Yeah. I was trying to think of the other bands before I got to them, but Heavy Goddamn Temple. Stole the show. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Um, female heavy. Doom, yeah, stoner <laughs> rock band. Um, absolutely killed it. Great tunes. It would be real great if we could get them back up into Western Mass sometime soon. Absolutely. <clears throat> Where are they from? Uh, Philly, I think. Philly, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yep. I I can't remember the other the other bands. There's two other bands. Um, oh, Nine Layers Deep. That was one of them. Yeah, every band on that show is good. I got a. Hold on, I'm going to just pull up the yeah, we're band not, list. We're not prepared for this one, but that was an awesome show. Uh, hot as hell, just like the Elm mm. always is. Mm. Yeah, so Nine Layers Deep and Malarchuk from Buffalo. And oh, right. can't believe I blanked on this, but Faces of Bayon played that too. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That was yeah, my yeah. first time seeing them in forever. And they, those guys are always just super heavy. Nice. Hell yeah. Sweet. Uh, Graviton. Didn't you guys just do some dates or recently? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that was back in January. Oh, but you haven't been yeah, here for a while. We can talk about it. Exactly. Um, yeah, we did uh, about two weeks uh, in the middle of January, sort of early, mid-January. Um, and I, I, Cam and I actually did dual or uh, double duty for that tour with DMP as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that was That was a lot of fun. Oh, it's it's really weird. The, the, the tour routing was crazy, so we would, like, we started. We would start in like South Car or, or North Carolina, and then have to go down to like Georgia, and then back up to South Carolina, and then like down to Florida, and then back up to another North oh, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Like really hard. So it, it, like we kept going past the same places on the stretch of highway, <laughs> and I realized also that apparently if if you stay on Route ninety five long enough, you can a go all the way up to Maine, and b go all the way down to the Florida, Florida oh, Keys, yeah. down to Miami. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> pretty fucking wild but yeah we spent a lot of time on 95 um i'm trying to remember everything from that show so much shit that's been happening uh or that tour rather oh uh mcmeckin uh west virginia is actually really awesome Hmm. there there's a there's a good little scene going on down there that was the very first show we played it was uh it was in that time when like all the arctic air came in so it was like nine out but still, people pretty much packed the place up. And what was crazy, too, and this actually happened a couple times on that tour. So, like, a few people at the show was like, man, we're sorry that, like, it's not very packed in tonight. Which blew my fucking mind, because there was easily, like, 30, 40 people there. I was like, what are you talking about? How big was the venue? It was, like, uh, let's see, what's a good comparison? <coughs> it wasn't, like, super tiny, but it wasn't massive, either. Um, almost... It was like a Middle East upstairs. Okay. okay. Sort of size. Yeah, 30, roughly. 40 in that kind of room is a good turnout. Yeah, especially in fucking McMeckin, West Virginia. Yeah. For two bands that have never played there before, it was like, what? It was crazy. So that, that was fun. It wasn't so fun sleeping in their basement that night. <laughs> <laughs> Cold as fuck, I'm sure. Oh, Better dude, than the van. Really, uh, I don't know. The van, well, we did have to sleep in the van in Georgia, which was... Okay, still not the best, but man, yeah, nine degree or sub-zero weather in that fucking basement. And I got stuck with, like, a couch half that size. (laughs) 
So I was like, I was in full fetal position the entire night. Stay warm. Like, yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Spooning with Cam. No, he, <laughs> Cam had his own bed because Cam needed to make sure he had his own bed. That's another story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the rest of the tour was actually pretty successful all in all, for especially for having not been to basically everywhere right that we've been. Yeah, it's, it, it's wild going to new places. It, it's really, really fun. Is uh, DMP officially known as DMP now? Or are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they, they talked about that a couple of months ago where it was like, look, we're just going to be called DMP now because it just confuses the hell out of everybody, especially promoters. Right, right. Like, they show up and like, you guys aren't death metal. Like, well, no. It's, it's sort of the point of it. Yeah. But it's almost like the Eagles of Death Eagles Metal, of too. Death metal. Yeah. 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 Eagles of Death Metal are not death metal at Very all. Very clearly not a death metal band. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, it's just DMP now. Right on. Yeah. So that was, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot, a lot of fun. Cool. And they managed to do a little improv set at the very last, last, last. <laughs> That's right. Last rec room show until the next. Yeah. For um, now. <laughs> yeah. It was until pretty the reunion great because we didn't have Yoav just like messing up the whole sound of Graviton. <laughs> That's yeah, right. That was the yeah. best I've ever heard Graviton. It was great. Yeah. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. We, uh. We were able to borrow um, Epicenter's gear, and they were kind enough to just let us play right before them, too. That was, that was really cool, because it, it was total spur of the moment. Thank right. you, Epicenter. They were like, yeah. Epicenter was like setting up their stuff, and then people just started chanting Graviton. Yeah, well, fucking <laughs> Bill came up and was like, we got three quarters of Graviton here, so who wants to see him play a set? And I was like, all right, let's do this. We're all kind of drunk, but Anthony here being we go. Anthony just had his like kick like pedals in his car yeah, so, it was just like ready to go i think we had just played i think we had just played the root seller show oh okay oh, that happened. oh yeah and i just hadn't taken my drums out yet because i'm a lazy sack of shit it's like yeah i got my fucking drums in my car so here we go yeah, who, who did play bass or did you just go bassless, or we, bassless? we went you uh, bassless. no well Devin was like wanted to play bass he was like yeah i'm gonna fucking come up here we're gonna do it and we're like hmm yeah. these are a little more involved than just kind of doing just showing up and doing this but it, it all worked out fine. Played like three songs and just called it a night. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it was great. So for those that don't know, uh, why did the rec room get resurrected that night? Uh, the bungalow in Manchester double booked uh, a show. And I'm trying to think. Who else was on the bill? It was uh, Epicenter. Uh, uh, Deranged Youth. Deranged Youth. Is very yeah. entertaining. Oh, yes. If you've ever. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're wild. fucking wild. They I have, have a theremin. Um, yeah, oh. among other things, theremin. Mm-hmm. and it's it, like it does. It's not out of place. It like it fits in their sound. Yeah, like, it uses awesome. a lot of like wacky, grindy, noisy stuff, and it actually fits really well. Nice. And they fucking did a beat down version of Tom Sawyer, the Rush. <laughs> oh song. yes, yes. And yes. it actually fucking blew my mind That's as awesome. like a, a, a huge Rush fan. Like I hated. Allegion when they did uh, both their oh, subdivisions yeah. and that anime covers. I, I was, was not great. impressed with that either. <laughs> I Especially loved it. the anime cover. It was like, okay, so you just you basically have had three bassists play this because it's, it's basically tuned down the octave. It's like, guys, fuck off. Sorry. I, I liked but, it. And I'm trying fine. to think. It was a, all right, Drange Youth, Wellness. Epicenter. Well missed. Well yeah, missed. That was, uh, that's show. Angel's been. Yeah. Awesome. They were I didn't even fantastic. know he played guitar, let alone was good. No, yeah. they're great. They've been playing a lot more shows lately, too. And if you haven't seen them, definitely check them out. <laughs> well missed is like one of those up and coming bands that everybody should check out in that area. Like I'm a pretty black sure. and death metal type. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very fast thrash death metal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, look out for a record from them because I think they're, they're self producing something right now. Mm-hmm. So nice. Keep on the lookout. 
Yeah. Um, so we saved him at the last minute and and put on that show. So awesome. We weren't doing anything. The room was collecting dust. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, ah, what the hell? Yeah. And cool. it was a very good turnout. Yeah, it went for well. the last minute. I mean, I I think there was fifty. 50 people there? Did, Actually, maybe yeah, even it, more. It, it was pretty Might fair. have been like 60, I think. It was one of the it better turnouts up. I've seen in there. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Deranged Youth is on the uh, RPM Battle of Bands that we're doing in May. So I'll yeah. get to see them for the first time then. Yeah, well, just watching them set up is like enough entertainment that you don't even need to see them play like yeah. just like they set up their drum kit and then they set up another drum kit like next to it for the singer <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. like keyboards and a theremin in it and it's like what yeah it's like What's wood blocks and, chi- and chimes all in this one setup that he like keeps going back and forth on it's it's fucking wild Weird. yeah Does, he, he is it at the 13th floor the battle of the bands no it'll be at uh hawks and reed all right good so he'll he'll have a lot of uh Headspace because yeah. he does a lot of uh, jumping from the rafters type stuff. Okay, so. yeah, he yeah. he. I was like standing like probably what would be like second or third row, I guess, uh, in in the crowd. And he like he walks up to me and he like crosses his fingers and he like holds them up to me. And so I did that. And then he <laughs> steps on my hands and like stands on me and screams into the crowd. <laughs> so I'm just like holding him up, like like giving him like ten fingers up, and he's just like standing on me, just screaming. I'm like I'm I'm not. I'm not a riser, sir. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, a lot of fun. definitely a lot of energy. They all get you. They'll get you moving. Right on. I'm excited. Yeah. You want to talk a little more about that show? Uh, maybe we can do that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, something a show that just popped in my head. Uh, we had a punk show a couple weeks back. Um, a band called They Hate Us Play, who has Sex Machine from the Murder Junkies in it. <laughs> and were you there for that one? John? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe the drum solo that they ended their set with. <laughs> Whoa. That is a bold it, choice. It that was a... a <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a punk drum solo. A 15-minute, like, <laughs> punk drum... Uh, punk, yeah, a punk drum Whoa. solo. And just awkward as hell. Like, it was... A, like, you thought he was done... And then he just like kept on like just <laughs> randomly banging shit. It was it was cringeworthy. Oh <laughs> like my God. I, it just went on for so long. It had its moments and stuff, but like sure. it was it was something else. It was <laughs> nobody really knew quite what was going on. Was I, like I, he, I think most of it was eighth notes. Oh like, man. Yeah. It sounded it was like, like that. It was like he was sound checking after his set. Oh it, no! And it, it just lasted forever. There, that was a great <laughs> set and all, but then they played like really quick, like twenty five minutes set, and then just like a fifteen minute random drum. Yeah, solo. I mean it was a punk show, so the sets were going to be quick anyway. And didn't a band drop too? Yeah, yeah. Holy so, yeah! Still, it, I mean, so at least like, it didn't ruin the night. No, like, no, it was no. fun. And, like everybody's kind of like yeah. laughing about it, like looking around at each other, like is this really happening? <laughs> they have to well, live up to their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it was something else. I'd probably say as a rule of thumb, if any local bands are listening, just tell your drummer they're good, but keep that at practice. Yeah, <laughs> Drum don't. solos at local shows, I'd say, usually aren't a good idea. Yeah, I mean, sometimes yeah. it's okay. But you keep that shit to like a minute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we, we got to change over now. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Extended drum solos do not belong on yeah. I mean, the local scene. He's also in a punk band. He's part of the Murder Junkies. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's... I, yeah, fair. Didn't the, f- the first two bands on that show uh, both had members play in, like, their underwear, right? 
<laughs> that was was that that show? Am I confusing? It oh with no, one? Uh, t- that was uh, Time Out Timmy. Uh, that's another like punk hardcore band from mm-hmm. uh, New Hampshire. They're actually pretty awesome. They, they play. Uh, they played a long time ago at the rec room. Yeah, uh, at least three years ago. It's a husband and wife, I believe. But yeah, they played in their boxers. Nice, it was really fast. <laughs> it was like... a spanky show. Spanky from Morpheus. Okay. Um, he he put on a few shows there, and nice. I, I remember either Time Out Timmy was supposed to play there, or they did play there. I, I couldn't remember, but I rem- I remember they definitely were supposed to. Uh, I'm not sure if they actually did because there was like 19 bands on that. Bill. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they were fun. I liked them. Oh yeah, and uh, that was the show where Val from the Volstead Act played <laughs> topless with tape over her <clears throat> boobs and googly eyes on the tape. Nice. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, Holy eyes is a good touch. She was like, no, everybody else is going to play in their underwear. I guess I am, too. Fuck it. <laughs> that was awesome. 2018. Yeah. Uh, let's play a song. Cool. What, yeah. what, what do we got for songs today? Got, uh, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Let's see. We got that one. And that one. And that one. Let's, uh, let's just start from the top. Okay. We'll, we'll do Continental. Continental is a uh, rock and roll band from Boston. They're coming to the 13th floor on Sunday, March 11th. Features uh, Rick Burton, founding member of, uh, or Barton, I'm sorry, from uh, the Dropkick Murphys. Um, That'll be with The Damage and The Caps, Sunday, March 11th. And this song is Home on the Range by Continental.
mind? We're anyway, back. Yeah. We're yeah. back from uh, what was that? Continental. Continental, Home on the Range. Goddamn, was that slain? <laughs> we totally listened to that song. Woo! <laughs> Still hard. We'll fix it. So hard, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it rocked and rolled. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about seventy thousand tons of metal. You guys just came back from that. Yeah, the boat. The yes, boat was did. great. The boat. Best week of my life. Honestly, I'll I'll do it again until I'm dead. Um, best experience ever. Whatever the price is, it's worth it. What uh, what were some of the your highlights for bands you saw? Bands, uh, Cannibal Corpse. Never seen them live. Oh wow! Uh, saw them twice. Nice. Uh, Mashuga on the boat was wow. pretty great. Oh. Their pool deck set like. Changed my life. Um, yeah. Sepultura was amazing. Um, yes, I saw Obscura followed by Beyond Creation at like 4.30 in the morning. Yes. And Double shot was, of tech. Both times <laughs> that they played were like right next to each other and it was great. Um, and then I got to hang out with both bands both times after both of their sets. And just the bass player for Beyond Creation, like we were just talking because I'm a bass player too. We were talking about bass stuff and he pulls out his bass and hands it to me and we just like had a little clinic at like five in the morning it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was a cool dude yeah all I of them were for like yeah. A minute. yeah the the cool thing about the boat is that it's not like not just a festival where you go and you see the bands but like you like everybody there i didn't see a single band that was like not wanting to hang out with people after the show and right like gives you a chance to interact and with stuff like that yeah. on uh on the sunday on the boat i spent a good four hours with corpse grinder <laughs> um just i um so first i uh i won the belly flop contest and then i got three bottles of champagne that were like just huge i didn't know what to do with them <laughs> yeah so i Logically, I just grabbed them and go into the hot tub uh, and watched <laughs> and I watched an extremo play. Granted, I was in a chicken suit the whole time. Um, so I'm wow. watching an extremo play in the hot tub with three bottles of champagne. And then this uh, German chick that I met named Lauren comes up to me and is like, those look hot and just gives me buckets of ice so to put the bottles of champagne in. So that was a party for a good like two hours. And then... Uh, we decided that it was just smarter to just dump all the champagne in the buckets of ice. So, so there's actually photos of me on Instagram with Corpse Grinder just holding a bucket. And like, and I'm just like drinking out of the bucket while he's like double fisting Bud, Budweiser. That's amazing. So then I, when I get shit. out of the jacuzzi, I run in a Corpse Grinder and then we take a photo together. Um, and then we just started shooting the shit about comic books and like just talking and like he's just the most down to earth coolest guy. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that kind of experience, um, like I was in line, uh, getting pizza and then just, uh, uh, Derek from Sepultura is just like standing behind me in line again. I'm I miss Derek. I didn't see him the whole trip. <laughs> again, I'm in a chicken suit. So I'm just sitting there in line, just patiently waiting. And then he's just standing there, like, just like looking around. I'm like only on the boat, right? Just like fucking Derek from Sepultura and a rubber chicken standing right <laughs> next to him. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a bad joke waiting to happen. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely surreal. Like not, it's not just seeing the bands and it's not just meeting the people, but it's just like, you're in a boat full of 3,000 people that whoever you just bump into, you're now best friends, <laughs> you know, awesome. and every, everybody's there for like good vibes and like love, just loves metal music and, and from all around the world. Yeah. From all around the 47 world. 47 countries. I think it was. Something wow. Like that. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Incredible. Yeah. 
And Corpse Grinder would be anybody's best friend unless you're a Patriots fan. Shit. Oh. Shit. Because watching the, watching the Super Bowl with Corpse Grinder was, uh, was quite an experience. <laughs> I mean, if, as long as you were an Eagles fan, it's fine. But if you were a Pats fan, uh, you get a tongue lashing. Yeah. It that, just, that would be would worth it. Up, it would be so worth it. People would walk up and ask to take a picture with him uh, while we were hanging out. And he'd say, well, who are you rooting for at the Super Bowl? And if you said the Patriots, he wouldn't let you take a picture with him. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. it was hilarious. That's but great. yeah, th- those that, those were a couple of my highlights. Uh, karaoke, like the so the last night um, after the band's finished playing and we're coming into Miami, <clears throat> everybody pretty much stays up all night doing karaoke together and stuff like that. And I well, actually pretty much did, everybody stays up all night, all five days. <laughs> and <laughs> I actually sang "I Come Blood" with Corpse Grinder up wow. on the karaoke. Oh, that I didn't know. That's excellent. It, it was awesome wow yeah, that's crazy there, there's videos of if you like see videos of 70k everybody was following me around because i was in i was like in a giant chicken suit mm. so you'll see me everywhere in the videos and <laughs> stuff like that but i did a lamb of god cover that went viral over there too it was nice. pretty yep pretty i saw fun. the video of that yeah yeah that, that was a good night i didn't pay for a single drink that day just people would walk up to me chicken and just give me <laughs> drinks <laughs> it was Fuck awesome it. yeah Nice. Yep. And the singer of Corp Clonny, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, wanted to take a picture of, of Ed so bad. He was like, oh, take a picture. So, and uh, that picture's floating around. Too. Yeah, I didn't even recognize, I didn't know, like, I'm not a big folk metal thing guy. So, like, this guy just walked up and was like, so many people wanted to take a picture with me. And I was, like, blackout drunk at this point. <laughs> so this guy just walks up to me and was like, hey, let's take a picture. And, like, him and the drummer for Corporal Connie, like, both came up to take a picture with me. And that just went, blew up on their uh, Instagram. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even know who the guy was. Like, he came to take a picture with me, and people were, like, freaking freaking out like around <laughs> us and i'm like who is that guy <laughs> my claim to fame is i took the picture yeah oh so you got the photo cred yeah hell yeah yeah man behind the scenes yeah that 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 was definitely awesome it's it's not like every other festival where like um you get to go and have an awesome experience and everything like that but then like at the end of the day like you just stayed up for like 48 hours and now you're like sleeping in the mud in some tent in the woods or something like that <laughs> yeah. you know which can be awesome and it's a great experience of its own but you're on a luxury cruise yeah, like five I'll star all you can cruise. eat buffets you know that's all inclusive like the only thing you're Damn. really spending money on is alcohol and merch you know once <laughs> you're on the boat so yeah and alcohol is not that bad no you know and really? it's heavy poured it's yeah, heavy poured okay. and it's uh, See, I would no worse than a club than a club, you know. Uh, say like a, a rum and coke or something, you know, like a big fat, you know, rum yeah. and coke is like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. which oh, isn't wow. which isn't awful. I mean, there were some mixed drinks that were like maybe twelve. You can get like the big ass cans of Fosters, which was like what most people were drinking there. Thirty two ounce or something. like yeah, that? Yeah, the thirty two ounce cans of Fosters for like six bucks. Dude, beats the seat flock out of Xfinity Center. Yeah. Holy shit! See, that's exactly that's awesome. the kind of like festival that I would expect to charge out the ass for booze. And I mean, it is the most expensive part of the experience. If you, but. Like I saw, like security wasn't all that tight on rum runners and stuff like that. Once you get stuff onto the boat, like nobody's gonna like yell at you. It's just like as long as you can get through security. I saw people just like walking around with those little pouches and like backpacks with rum runners and everything. So hmm. if you're if you're sneaky, you can be uh, balling on a budget in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a whopping sixty seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, and most of that was coke. A cola, Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Charles. <laughs> yeah, I spent a whopping six hundred and it's like fifty bucks. It was pretty bad, <laughs> but most of that was merch. I'm, I'm, uh, 
yeah, they a lot of the bands do like boat specific merch. Like Sepultura mm-hmm. had one with like an anchor with like snakes and stuff like that the on logo. it. Yeah, oh, uh, aborted had the best had the best one. I wanted that. Uh, it was like just a giant boat getting like ravaged by sharks, and it says we're gonna need a bigger boat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah, and just like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, Charles, uh, what were some of your band highlights? Uh, definitely Obscura. Oh, I love Obscura. Obscura is probably my favorite newer band that's come out in the last decade Mm -hmm. and to see them twice back to back like uh once there was there's a smaller club called the pyramid lounge probably like a sammy's yeah it's it's literally like the size of sammy's maybe just a little bit wider but to like just see obscura with like 40 other people like standing right there and real good sound too yeah um that was gay great um Beyond Creation, <laughs> Aborted, you know, Cannibal Corpse, Creator, Exodus, which I only caught once. But uh, Exodus was amazing. That was the cr- best pit of my life. So Exodus. I guess I didn't Dude, know that yeah. they played multiple sets. That's yeah, pretty each cool. Band play, yeah, uh, each band, except for one band, played two sets. Uh, what was it? Swallow the Sun played three sets. They have a three-part album. Yeah, because they have a three-part album. And then album. they did one. Yeah. They just did Shit. all three albums in full. Uh, for three sets which was like a highlight of the cruise for a lot of people that was really cool Hmm. Um, they had like a string quartet up on stage and everything wow Um, yeah it was awesome but every band plays two sets and it's always against another band of another genre so if you really want to see this one band and then you missed out another band because of that you'll get to see that other band without it clashing with another and it's in a different venue it's in a and it's always in two different venues so that like you can get the experience of seeing like Obscure and the first (laughs) in the ice rink that they played which is kind of like uh i don't know what kind of venue to compare it to really kind of like the palladium uh it, it's like the palladium but yeah but, upper downstairs um, of the palladium. downstairs downstairs so like you I mean, see them in a venue nice. like palladium downstairs and then you see them in a venue like sammy's the next day hmm. which Whoa. is pretty awesome yeah. that's yeah. awesome i had no idea they did that that's great yeah, they, they have a uh, five five total five total venues they had the outside pool deck which is the largest uh, outdoor pool deck on a cruise, like, out, out in the world. Wow. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But still personal. Like, it's still not like, you know, it's not like you're seeing Maiden in Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the outside pool deck. The, uh, help me out here, the Alhambra. Alhambra is the Palladium downstairs type venue. Yeah, that's like best their sound, theater. Best sound out of all of, all mm. of them. Yep. For sure. Then they had the ice skating rink, which was called the ice rink. They just called it the yeah. Ice they called rink. it the ice rink, but it had or some uh, weird Studio name. B too, because yeah, that was um that was where they had uh the meet and greets and stuff like that. So they called it Studio B slash ice rink, uh, and that had like the most comfortable seating area if you wanted to like sit down. Because like I mean, you're pretty much up for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're still seeing your favorite bands, but you're not going to mosh for every single one of them. Nobody has that kind of energy. So like the ice rink was cool because it was just like, all right, these are like comfortable seats you can sit down, and everywhere's a good view of the stage. Um, and sleep because I know that Ed and I did a lot of napping. Yeah, you got a nap. The the the, se- the secret is to time your naps like all right so there's like a 40 minute gap between this band that i want to see and that one so like maybe i'll go find a couch like over here or there you know so like you do, sometimes you don't even have time to go back to your room like you're like all right it'll take me five minutes to walk all the way back to my room mm. i don't want to lose those five those <laughs> extra 10 minutes just walking so here's a couch i'm out <laughs> fuck yeah yeah, yeah like they that, actually have a facebook 
thing going on with that yep. where the people snap pictures of people napping yeah. and, and then they put they put the pictures and they photoshop them into other different scenarios and stuff yeah there's this one guy um like everybody kind of gets to know each other pretty well and there's this one dude that walks around with a blow-up doll the whole time and that was great because he would just lay down on the floor anywhere on his blow-up doll and like that was his bed <laughs> <laughs> holy shit it was, it was a genius move that's awesome yep. yeah um, but there there there's a lot of stories about the boat and I've I've heard a lot of them before I went and I've always wanted to go. But when it really comes down to it, like we can tell you all the stories, but you really have to go for yourself to really get it. Hmm. You know, the the like it it really sank in for me when we were on like the security line coming in and maybe like three or four people behind me was Sabaton just like sitting there with their luggage and it's like oh Okay, okay, I get it now. I think Damn. I get it. <laughs> and then you really won't get the experience until you you actually do it. So like if nice. if it's metal mecca. If if you're a metalhead, you got to do it at least once. And once you do it once, you're going to do it again every year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. And 2020 um is rumored to be significantly larger uh than it's been. Like more bands, bigger boat, mm. a lot more people. Bigger fucking boat. Well, they're adding 101 rooms. To the boat. The, already for next year, they're adding a, uh, yeah, they're like remodeling, making some of the venues a little bit bigger and Shit. adding more rooms and stuff like that. Getting rid of some of like the extra stuff in there, but like stuff that we didn't really use much anyway. Nice. Um, but yeah, adding a uh, hundred or so more rooms and then, um, uh, they're also building another like big boat for 2020. We don't know Whoa. yet if it's going to be a boat for 70K. But, like, the way that the skipper was talking, like, expect huge things for 2020. So, fucking um, it's a what, 10th anniversary or, uh, or yeah, 15th wow. anniversary, something like that. It's, it's some big year. 2008, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So, 2020 is going to be enormous, according to the skipper. So, very cool. I believe the skipper. Did you yeah. see uh, a lot of people from New England on the boat or Fairmount or a couple? Yeah, there were there was a crew there. Uh, yeah. I mean, mo- mo- the biggest crews that you'd see were from uh, like Toronto, Germany, definitely Germany. Uh, G- Germany had a big crew, and then uh, Toronto, Canada area had a huge crew, and then Denver, surprisingly, <laughs> like whenever people would be calling out like countries or s- states and stuff like that, Denver was always like the biggest like thing. So apparently, there's Ooh. a huge metal scene in Denver. Um, yeah, but uh, there was a New England crew. Seven Spires played uh, the 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 boat first New England local band to play there, which, which is awesome. awesome. And they did a very very good job. Yeah, it was about four thirty in the morning, and um, for their first set, and that was at the Alhambra, which is like the Palladium downstairs type venue. I was on the barricade, so I couldn't really see the whole there crowd. There was a good amount of people, but I like I would stand up people. on the barricade and like I looked behind me, and it was like the pit of that whole area was just full so like if you have a palladium downstairs like that whole pit was full at 4 30 in the morning so they they drew well for a like first time new england band to be coming out and playing fuck yeah then uh the second set they played was at the, the pyramid. pyramid lounge yeah yeah and that's a typical setting that we see them in but they still slayed it but it was still packed i mean they always yeah, yeah they pa- slay it it's not like difficult to pack the the pyramid lounge but it was like i saw people standing by the bar <laughs> you know like all the way in the back it was it was i packed. don't think that's going to be around next year i think that's one of the things that's one of the, that the venues away. that they're like completely renovating they want to make it bigger 
Because if you crowd surf in the pyramid lounge, like you're you're slamming against the ceiling. <laughs> Which I, that, I did see someone do that. I I did that at one point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and costumes. Costumes can't forget great. costumes. I was going to say it sounds like there's a lot of costumes. Yeah, the la- the every day people are dressing up, but primarily on the last day. Sunday was nuts. Sunday was the big day. It starts with the belly flop contest. Um, which is like the first thing. Um, and then, uh, but after that, people just coming out, like all dressed up and stuff. We saw, there's this guy in a giant inflatable T-Rex costume. Oh, um, I love this. And a, and, a yeah. zo- and a zombie one with bones and. Yeah. There was a guy shit. with like bones sticking out and everything. Saw multiple like, Jesuses. Yeah. There nice. was a thrash metal Jesus. He was, <laughs> he, he's a great dude. He uh, had a t-shirt that said the power of thrash compels you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. There was another rubber chicken too, and uh, we got into like a fight in the hot tub at one point. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a there was a cow. There was another there, two people like conjoined into a cow. Um, let's see, there was a couple of Deadpool's. Um, but yeah, it, whatever kind of costume you can imagine, you'd see there. It was like Halloween, yeah, and I was unaware that there were costumes, so it was way more disconcerting i was like well, what's going on everybody's dressed all weird you know, <laughs> nobody ever informed me but when i remember when i did see aborted mm-hmm. in the in the ice skating rink they it was like the scene of a movie they ha- had jesus on somebody's shoulders running around in circles <laughs> you had goku going super saiyan in the pit <laughs> um a, a priest chasing santa claus <laughs> It was, and they were all pillow fighting. There was like like maybe about thirty or forty people pillow fighting from pillows that they grabbed from their room, and it was just surreal. I wish I had a better camera; I could have taken better video. But it was um, just yeah, all at once. It was nuts. There's videos of all of this up on YouTube. There's <laughs> this uh, forum on Facebook: seventy thousand tons of metal, twenty eighteen, and everybody they keep just, changing it to whatever year. Like they now, yeah, whatever it to year it is. But like, it's a pretty much an open group. So if you guys want to check out videos and photos, and mostly just people complaining about how they wish they were back on the boat already. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was definitely like it, it didn't feel like real life at some points. You know, like when I was sitting in the hot tub, just like with three bottles of champagne, just like chugging them with like random German chicks that I just met. <laughs> what is just, going on? I'm like, yeah. this, this is, this is freedom. This is freedom. This is what yeah. America was made for. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it was even, even just the pre parties in Miami, which I would recommend everybody goes to, too. When you go down there, go a few days extra just to hang out in Miami, like a good, like maybe 800 or so people on Miami beach, just like, hanging out drinking you know like like it's nothing you know and it was just awesome to just have those like perfect vibes for like good solid 10 days so sick yeah fuck yeah guys sounds like it was a killer time hopefully i'll be able to go sometime but i remember when they first started i think 2008 you said yeah Yeah. 2008 sounds about right i think i'm glad it's still going on hopefully i'll Get down there someday. Hopefully, yeah. make a good be commercial for it one day. Yeah. They have. Yeah. It's, not it's, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. The whole thing. If like I wasn't to spend an absurd amount on alcohol, the whole thing cost me about thirteen hundred bucks, which isn't yeah. bad. Which bad is, for a cruise, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a cruise and it's a music festival. And I also spent three days in Miami. On top of that, that's all included in that. Hell it's yeah. just like they have payment plans too. 
You know, if you meet somebody that has been there before, you can book early and try to get like a smaller room so it's a little bit cheaper too. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not obscenely and like expensive for it's just a vacation, you know? Like yeah. it's the typical price that you might want to spend in about a ten day vacation. Fucking sick. Right on. Yep. Yeah, totally worth it. Do it. Someday. Someday. Next year. Fuck Hopefully. Yeah. Let's Someone uh, book my band to play it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, yes. Book all Western Mass bands yeah, I, and just yeah. Massachusetts uh, band because so we have the best fucking scene in the U.S. I also took it upon myself to make this a marketing opportunity and everything. I met the skipper, who's the guy who like basically runs the whole thing and yeah. books and does all that. And I talked to him about like, hey, Seven Spires is from New England. Here's like forty other New England bands yeah. that are just as deserving to be playing and like. Um, we all have albums coming out now and like, we're all like super like eager and excited to come. And I gave him a list of like good 40 local bands to check nice. out. And cool. His philosophy Fucking is a. that like, he doesn't care the size of the bands. It's like, if they have potential and that he believes that they can do what Spiders did at four thirty in the morning, have like a room full of people down there, like from checking them out online and stuff like that beforehand then they have the potential to play the boat. So like, that's cool. It's really cool. Right. Yeah, there's that was one band's first show. Really? Uh, yeah, Witherfall. Witherfall first show. That yeah. was their what? first show. First show ever. Talk about a trial by fire. And, yeah. yeah. Holy. <laughs> where do you where do you go so, from there? It's like what Vakin next? Yeah. 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 Well, well, hold on. What other bands were their members in previously? Is what I want to um, know. I do not know. I know that okay. they're. I know that their guitar. Both of their guitarists were in like bands before, so it's like it is that kind of case that they were like known, right? Uh, know, they weren't yeah. off the streets, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. The the one guy I I cabined with uh, Francis knew them. He's from L.A. and he previously knew I think one or two of the guys from other bands. But even I think he he mentioned the bands, but they weren't any. But you know, wasn't you know anybody really notable? Yeah. But uh, that's still a pretty awesome feat there, for there, to be the This first was show. the first year that had like a handful of bands that were like smaller, like smaller, like I'd say like Seven Spires, like yeah. here, like, um, but also from other countries and stuff like that. We had like, um, uh, like Diablo Boulevard, uh, Leaves Eyes. Um, I can't really think of any other ones right now. Oh, Gize from Japan. They were. Uh, I think they're the ones that won the Cripper Award, which is like small bit, small band that like blew everybody away and was super nice and like should definitely come back on the boat. They they get an award for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, they were pretty awesome, like Children of Bodom, but Japanese. Cool. Um, yeah, it, they were they were pretty cool. Um, so yeah, check out Gize. It's G Y Z E. Um, they were they were fun. But yeah, there was multiple bands that like they're they're. They have the big name bands, and then they have what people on the boat complained as filler bands. But for me, what really made the boat stand out? Yeah, it's like who cares? You know, the, someday maybe they'll be bigger bands. You know? Yeah, exactly. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, so definitely potential for local bands and stuff like that to get on the boat. Right on. Fucking a. Sweet. Let's uh, let's take a break. Play a track. Cool. Yeah. Let's see uh, what do we uh, what do we. Played, uh, what do we got on that list? Played Continental, so... Added Color. Ah, yeah. Added Color used to be known as Unconscious Disturbance. Um, they've been around for a while. I believe they're all from Brazil, and they've moved up to New York City well, several years ago when I met them. Um, good prog rock. They call themselves New Rock. There's a whole 
spiel hmm. I should be reading up there, but I can barely read it. So like N U or N E W? New N E W. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. New rock. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Um. Yeah. Cool dudes, and they'll be up here. Uh, I think it's March seventeenth at the thirteenth floor. I had a dream in a familiar place, but all the people that I thought I knew had unfamiliar faces. They were fake to me just to keep on getting by. So in disbelief, I stopped and asked myself, am I getting old? Is this what I've always been told? Someone get me out of here. It's more like a nightmare now that I think about it. some added color uh gulo had to roll out of here to go do whatever Gulo-y the fuck things. he has to do yeah. <laughs> gulo stuff yeah so uh 
Let's talk about some upcoming shows. Because yeah, I know Anthony and Eduardo, you both have some stuff coming up coming up that you will want to talk about, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, Eduardo, uh, let's do let's do some V uh some Ice Giant stuff. So our new guitarist, uh Eddie Shifflett, is also in Viva Sepulture. And uh he's gonna be uh doing double duty on the another little weekend warrior run that we're doing. Uh, so, uh, the March 7th, we're going to be kicking off at Arlene's Grocery. It's our first time playing in New York. And, uh, actually we're getting a good turnout from friends that we met at 70K. We're doing a little reunion there. Nice. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then the 9th is the next show over at Jimmy's Saloon. One of my favorite venues to play whenever we hit the road. Um, yeah, it's definitely great. Check out Jimmy's. Um, uh, then we're playing at the Howlin' Mouse in Rutland, Vermont on the 10th. That is a Saturday show. Uh, so yeah, if you guys are in the Vermont area, you should come check that show out. And, uh, the 11th, we're playing, uh, over at, uh, O'Brien's, uh, but Vivi's not going to be on, uh, that show with us. Uh, I'm not sure what the other bands are going to be on that yet, but, um, yeah. So, uh, 7th through the 11th, we're going to be, uh. Playing. Also, uh, Viva Sepulture's CD release show is uh, coming up soon on the 18th. Um, so yeah, that uh, show's got a pretty stacked lineup with uh, Epicenter episodes and uh, uh, the Gravy Boys are going to be on that one too. So yeah, the Viva Sepulture album sounds amazing and uh, they're going to be releasing it on the 18th. And that show is going to be at the Middle East upstairs as well. And that's yeah. going to be a fucking killer time. Also sponsored by Grayskull Booking. Mm-hmm. We and should. We have a song from the new VV release to play in the podcast, right? Yes. Cool. Yeah. So that'll that'll be up next. That'll be right next. And then, uh, speaking of Graviton, we have a couple shows coming up too. Besides from the VV release, we'll be playing on four twenty six at St. Vitus in Damn. Brooklyn, which we are. Besides ourselves, the fact that we're playing that, I can't even believe that we're playing fucking St. Vitus. It's, it's I can't ridiculous. believe that you're playing St. Vitus. That's a legendary I, venue. Yeah, I mean, oh, we have to give massive... It's like the metal venue in New York City. Yeah, it, it's the fucking place. Oh, it, yeah. it, it's insane. So we, we we have to thank Solium Fatalis and Soul Remnants for inviting us on that show. We're eternally grateful for that spot because it's going to be fucking insane. And then uh, the next day, in fact, we'll be playing with Solium... Fatalis again with Soul Remnants at Brattleboro at the Stone Church in Vermont. Let's go check that place out. And then we'll be playing one more day after that on 428 at good old Sammy's Patio with Thunderforge Eh. and in Violate, Deer Hollow, and Graves Harbor. And then we got one more show too, but we the event page hasn't been released for that. So we'll we'll get back to you on that. And as far as promoter head shows, if Anthony wants to Go back up to the list. All right. So, month of March, starting Friday, March 2nd at the 13th floor, we have Oxen, Crow Feeder, Raw Iron Hex, and Subutai. Oxen are quite well known in Western Mass, I'd say, by this point. Uh, Raw Iron Hex have played around here a bunch. I don't honestly know too much about Crow Feeder or Subutai, but uh, I've heard great things about them, so make sure you check that out. Uh, the following day, also at 13th floor, we have a fundraiser show for the South Hadley High School Music School uh, Music Program. Uh, our buddy Wes from Without Warning and Writing in the Skies, uh, both of whom are playing that show, uh, teaches the indoor percussion program there. And 
Uh, all the proceeds will be going to that. Also featured on that show will be Tundra Witch from Rhode Island and Thunder Forge. Uh, Sunday, March 11th at 13th floor, we have a punk show featuring Continental, who we listened to earlier. Again, that's featuring a founding member of the Dropkick Murphys. Uh, the Damaged and the Caps will be playing that as well. Uh, Friday, March 16th at 13th floor, uh, we have Nice Try Kid, The Screaming Hearts, Kit, and Kelsey. Uh, Saturday, March 17th, St. Paddy's Day at 13th floor. Uh, we have Added Color, who we also listened to not long ago, and uh, Geff and Shagahod. Not sure who those are, but it is a prog rock show, apparently. Geff is definitely worth checking out. They play Chapman Sticks. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> they do it very well. All right. I'll leave it at that. All right. Moving on, Friday, March 23rd at 13th floor, we have Other Things, Harbor Lights, and Tandem, and Moon Power. Uh, It is the Other Things album release show. I saw them not too long ago at 13th floor. Uh, A little bit twinkly for me, personally, but they certainly sounded tight. Lots of pedals and cool sounds. Uh, And Tandem is actually a band that Thunderforge has played with a ton uh, back in the day, they haven't been around for a while, so it's cool that they're getting back together for this show. Nice. Uh, Saturday, March 24th, we actually have potentially three different shows going on. Uh, at the 13th floor, we have Michael Kane and the Morning Afters, Reverend, ba- Reverend Dan rather, and the Dirty Catechism and Pull It Together. Uh, at the Stone Church, we have Girls to the Front, which is a uh, benefit show for the Women's Action Center of Brattleboro. Uh, playing that is Cindy Kane, Paula Marie, Dune Hunter, Impending Exorcism, Heavy Cynthia, Wooly Mar, Bell Machine, Osaba, and Jeopardy, who we all know. Uh, also that date... Uh, is an RPM fundraiser show featuring Vivisepulture, The Volstead Act, Lucky Number 9, and Black Absence. That show was supposed to be at the Root Cellar, but they will be apparently closed for some renovations. Uh, So we are currently looking for a new venue for that one. Uh, If anyone has any ideas, feel free to message the Promoter Head page if we haven't booked it by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, Moving on to March 30th. Uh, 13th floor, we have Flathead Rodeo, Creeping Cadavers, and uh, Diablo Gato. Is that what that says? And then uh, we actually have another show at the Tavern at the A that day as well, featuring Set Your Anchor, Fever War, Sinking, and Snob. And last one on our list is also a non-promoter head show, but uh, at 13th floor that day, we have... Uh, legendary Boston punk band called the FUs playing with Gray Matter and Smarter. Is that what that says? I can't read it. Yes. Okay. Smarter. And then uh, this one's a little bit further off, but we did want to talk about uh, our May 5th Battle of the Bands, the Road to RPM Fest. Um, So if you were following the page not long ago, we had a little bit of a poll to... Basically, we get a bunch of messages every year from bands that we've never worked with or heard of that really, really, really want to play our festival. And we figure that at least some of these bands are worth paying attention to. Uh, So we 
put up a little vote to get the bands to kind of tell their fans to pay attention to us. And uh, the top three winners got to get a spot on this battle. And I have to pull up the Facebook event so I know who the bands are. Uh, So the top three winners of the poll are Top Down, who I believe are a rock band from Peabody. Uh, Granite Mouth, they're from New Hampshire, I believe, right? Uh, Keen area, I believe. Keen. Yep. They're like a. What? Well, how would you describe them? Um. So like, probably like a hard, hard hardcore. rock, hard rock, hardcore. Um, I've had so many bands there; they kind of blend your together. Mouthful of granite, and that's their yes. aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, makes but, sense. But they're they're <laughs> they're very good. They're they're uh, pretty dynamic. But. Uh, I have the one of their. Uh, it was either a demo or an EP that I've played a few times, but uh, I've had them a few times. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I don't think they've played around here before. Actually, um, the only band on here that Promoter Head has actually worked with is uh, the third place winner on the poll, the Negans, who I guess are a horror punk band. Uh, that show that they played apparently had a lot of elaborate <clears throat> stage shows, so that ought to interesting. be interesting. <laughs> um. The last three bands on the show were all judges' choice, so we went through the list of bands and uh, picked the ones that we thought were the best. Uh, Black Palm are... Oh, they are out of Boston. Uh, Their Bandcamp link makes them sound like some kind of hardcore band. Uh, Artists we also like include Converge and Botch and Dillinger, so yeah. Uh, that ought to be cool. Deranged Youth, who we mentioned before, or was that... Yeah, we mentioned well, we, Yeah, we were talking yeah. about them a little bit. They're fucking maniacs. They're was that on yeah. the podcast, or was that before the podcast? I, I think we were just That was of, during, I believe. Yeah. Was that during? Okay, cool. If not, they're maniacs, and they're yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. So they're the come check the that shit out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and a beat-down version of Tom Sawyer, which is way cooler than you might think it is after <laughs> hearing a beat-down version of Tom Sawyer. Yep. Fucking sick. I'm a, I'm a little bit skeptical, to be honest, but... You don't realize it's Tom to Sawyer it. until it's, like, halfway into the song. Yes. And you're like, oh, my God, I enjoy this. <laughs> well, and, and they, they tell you up front. Yeah. They're like, you guys like fucking Rush and Beatdown? <laughs> Check this shit out. <laughs> it's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> they're a crazy band. All right. And last band, uh, one of my favorites that I've gotten to see a few times now is Golden Hall. Oh, oh Providence. Dude, so my dads. Good. They're all my dads. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. They're they're my boys. We played plenty. Yeah. They played on our album release show last year, and they it was really hard to follow them. <laughs> dude, yeah. yeah they're we, one we, of those bands. Thunder Forge had to play right after them, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, they're really hard to follow. They're just so glorious. We actually yeah. met... The first time I met Jason was at a show that we played in Providence at Firehouse 13. Uh, it was one of Carmine's old school metal nights, and it was nice. completely dead. Oh. Yeah. It was a Shit. great show, but no one showed up to it. Damn. Yeah. yeah Golden Hall I did actually book once out here, and they weren't able to make the show, unfortunately. So it's going to be killer to finally get them back out here. Yeah. yeah. Those guys always put on a good show. Yeah. So uh, those are the six bands that are playing... Um, Obviously, we're aware that the Battle of the Bands format is a little bit controversial, uh, mostly because of the Webster and the Palladium around here and a lot mm. of other venues across the country that pull that kind of shit. Uh, but basically, there's going to be a crowd vote for one of the bands, and then we'll assemble a crew of judges to pick the other winner, and both winners will get a spot on RPM Fest for 2018. 
Uh, we've done our best to minimize the suckiness of the Battle of the Bands format, so there's no ticket sales or multiple rounds or bullshit like that. They just have to show up and play, and uh, the show is going to be another RPM fundraiser, so uh, come on out, have a good time, and we're going to have another lineup announcement for the festival pretty soon. And it's going to be real good, too. Yeah, yeah if you think... Yeah, if you think Royal Thunder and Tombs are big, you're going to flip your shit when you see the next announcement. My shit has been flipped already. Well, <laughs> it's going to flip again. <laughs> double f- shit well, I mean, flip it. You've, have you seen it? <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. Yeah, double, double shit flip it. Double shit flip it. <laughs> you heard it here, flip. folks. <laughs> I mean, you've probably flip. seen like the lineups like in the internal discussions, have you? No. No. I have. No. You have. Yeah. I I don't know if Edward's Eduardo's part of the internal discussions, but I I see the little blips that come up. It's very exciting. I see the peripheral discussions. That's all. We'll, we'll talk right to on. you about it. Oh boy, off the air. Yeah. I'm flipping shits. All right, <laughs> I work yeah. in back. I see no smiles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want to jump into another track here? Yeah, you want to play some uh, some Vivi Sepulcher? Some Vivi. Yeah. Check out this solo, guys. That's my buddy Eddie. Alright, so the song is Two Stone off of their new album Omen, which is coming out on March 18th. Uh, Also playing the RPM fundraiser on the 24th. Uh, Presumably, we again still need to find a venue for that. Uh, I've only seen them the one show that we were talking about before that Thunderforge played, but they were incredible. Oh, they're fun. Uh, Definitely check these guys out. Especially the new stuff. Definitely heavier. This song's about uh, 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 Medusa turning people to stone. Ah, oh, that makes Perfect. sense. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, so this is Vivisapulture. Am I pronouncing that right? Vivisapulture. Vivisapulture. Put that in stereo. <laughs> Vivisapulture. All right, this is Two Stone off of Omen. Take it away.
right, that was Two Stone by the whatever the fuck you call it. Vivisepulture. Vivisepulture. <laughs> and we're just going to go right into this next track here. This is Paper Airplane by Other Things. Uh, they are describe themselves as progressive post-rock. Uh, I'd call that accurate based on what I've seen of them. Uh, they are from East Hampton. Uh, lots of pedals, lots of atmosphere. Uh Check this out. They will be playing an album release show on March 23rd at 13th floor.
we're back. Uh, that was Paper Airplane by Other Things. Immediately preceding that was To Stone by Vivis Sepulcher. Uh, during the break, we were talking about all of the bands in the area that are coming out with new material in the not-too-distant future. And just look at this fucking list, man. 27, I believe we counted. Yeah, 27 yeah. bands in total. And honestly, we may be forgetting stuff because this is we're just shit that are. we... Oh, yeah, we're, we're definitely forgetting people. I mean, yeah. shit happens when you're recording, so not all of this stuff may come out in 2018, but it's all in the works and planned to come out soon. Um, we've talked about VV. We've talked about the Graviton stuff that's coming up. Uh, Sonic Pulse has been working on a new album for Forever. a very long time. Forever. Very long away. 19 Forever. years now, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eduardo, you're you're mastering that, you said? Mixing, mastering. Mix- yeah. Um, it's, been a, it's been a trip. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Uh, well, what I can say is it's definitely not like anything they've put out before. Uh, it's a concept album. Hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think they want me to say much more than than that. But from um, what I've heard, there's a lot of different reverbs. There's a lot of different. Each <laughs> solo gets its own reverb. I'll tell you that. Huh? Just because I'm a madman. <laughs> 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 yeah, but plenty of solos. Some uh, pretty fancy guest solos from uh, some local guitarists. Some pretty bigger name artists that I don't think they've released yet either. So uh, be on the lookout for that. So you uh, said it's going to be different. Is it like a drastic change in direction for no, them? No, it's, it's definitely still the progressive uh, thrash power <laughs> thing. Uh, Mick Mayer's on vocals now. Uh, their guitar, mm-hmm. their um, um, former lead guitarist is now lead guitar and vocals now. He kind of sounds like an angry pirate goblin type vocals kind of I mean, thing he going. Did the, he did the vocals on the last EP they did, the, right? Uh, Adventure yeah, Time. the Adventure EP. Time stuff. So if you uh, if you listen to that, it's kind of going to go in a similar similar vein. But yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, I know they're going out on the road soon too, so uh, check out Sonic Pulse mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, uh, Bellower is going to be coming out with an album, possibly, most likely this year. Uh, our friend Josh Moran, who is supposed to be on the podcast today, also to talk about 70K. Uh, <clears throat> he is not here because he is recording guitars with our other guitarist, Lewis. Uh, Jeff is going to be coming into Sonic Titan uh, very, very soon to do the drums. And yeah, we'll go from there. Uh Thunderforge, I know we say we're working on shit all the time, but it is actually being worked on, I promise you. Um, We're aiming to get it out this year, maybe next if things don't go as planned, but uh, it's in the works. The album's written. We just need to get everybody off their ass to record their parts. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fuck yeah, sound the horns. We got Mm. fucking Pathogenic, very likely coming out this year. Holy oh, yeah. fucking shit. I I had the distinct pleasure of hearing a very, very, very early mix of one <laughs> of the things that they were working on. And, man, these fucking guys. They're they, talented. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they yeah. should be fucking blowing up. Anthony Musk himself, or Anthony Musk-Simone himself, is blown up by, by his own right because he's got his own studio out in Lemonster, and he's been fucking kicking ass on the drums. And just the you, you got Chris Gardino, who's a fucking madman on guitar, and and a sweetheart. But yeah, yeah. oh oh my god, yeah, <laughs> and fucking Justin Licht also on guitar, <laughs> who also like gets him. bonus points for being left-handed. I'd oh like my that god, man. and yeah. keeping it with left-handed. Holy shit, these fucking dudes! My god, the best guitar duo in Massachusetts for my fucking money. 
And then, of course, you got fucking Jake Burns just bringing down the thunder <laughs> on vocals, too. Holy Paintball shit. Master. That guy's ridiculous. It's, it's fucking insane. It's so intimidating watching these guys play. It's just, like the the level of tightness that they're able to achieve is just unmatched. What's that song where like there's there's a part in the song where it gets soft and he's just yelling into the crowd and doesn't even use the mic? Do you Dude, know the name of that one? I, I don't know the name. I know exactly what is you're it talking on the repeat. I feel like he could they, that band could play like main stage at the Palladium, and he could ditch the mic for that part, and you'd still hear him like from the back of the room. I've watched him do it. <laughs> it's definitely, dude. They played fucking yeah. main stage Palladium last year, and it was fucking mind blowing. I mean, they they hmm. played main stage Palladium for years now, but holy fucking shit! Yeah, if, if, like these guys should be. Way bigger than they even are, and I mean they're they're fucking phenomenal. But they they how often do they get out on the road? I I don't think as much as they would perhaps like to. If they did more, they would definitely blow up. I think. Yeah, yeah. They like every every show they play too. Even because I I I remember them playing a show at Sonia. I forget which uh, that that new venue right next to the Middle East. I forget which show that was, but there was there was some sort of relatively bigger band that posted like holy fucking shit pathogenic throwing down album quality material live this, this is like this is shit that you don't see very mm-hmm. often so be on the fucking lookout for the new pathogenic record because it's gonna blow everybody else away in the scene yeah right. but Definitely moving on from that oh yeah uh, we got fucking Joe Blay <laughs> coming into the studio soon actually the smooth poopers themselves oh, the fucking yeah. smooth poopers the fucking Goblet. smooth piano or uh, not piano fucking <laughs> harmonica <laughs> players yeah dude oh my god Goblet. Looking, looking for a fucking tequila sponsorships and shit it's the best i cannot wait for bastard thrash to come out like they like oh like I, I i love the two eps that they've done but i'd love to hear them with Brian recording them. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah, I have no tuned. complaints except for Sako being my arch nemesis. Oh, of course. Well, <laughs> is there Sokka's a story behind that? No, no. We just no. we like to bicker and fight on Facebook quite a bit. It's all, it Whatever he doesn't be, like, I like. Whatever I like, <laughs> he doesn't like. It seems to be a good fun. Oh, total good fun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Chuck Billy rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad we can't have Sako here to defend himself. No, that's that's right. No, Chuck Billy rules. <laughs> Chuck Billy does rule. Yeah. So yeah, be on the lookout for Goblet too. So uh, we're actually playing the CD release show with these guys. Uh, I'm not sure what the date is on that. Um, it, that's I'm pretty sure 311 day because it's on 311 because I love 311. It's 311 day. Wait, are you talking about Goblet or no? Intoxicated. Oh range. yes, I th- maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 311. Because that, that yeah. sticks in my head because. I'm a huge 311 well, fan. Yeah. I'm not afraid to admit it. Intoxicated Rage. I, I shit you not, I've been to every single show that they've been to on, in the <laughs> summer for the past four or five years. Gnarly. Uh, so what no is Intoxicated here. Rage like? I've heard the name. I haven't have seen you heard, them yet. Have you heard of Metallica? Yes. <laughs> now, like, they're, they're not shit-faced, really like but Metallica, <laughs> and just, like, really good at it. It's, like, basically, like, the good, like, old-school era Metallica of, like, thrash. It's really Giuseppe's vocals is very... James Hetfieldy, but yeah, thrash and they're just a great party band to listen to. And he's it, jacked and plays an explorer. What more do you want? Yeah, it's definitely like a a, a great band of just live experience and the stuff that I've been hearing uh, that he's been posting up online of uh, their like 
in production videos and stuff like that. They're it's definitely sounding pretty amazing. Yeah. And they they got James Neural playing on the uh, new album, right? The drummer? Not sure about that. I haven't really talked to them much about it. But. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but uh, we're, we're playing the CD everywhere. release show with them, and it's you guys should all be there. It's going to be an amazing album if uh, it's anywhere near as good as the stuff that they play live. Then uh, Ooh, we got fucking, my homeboys, oh. Solium Fatalis, coming out with an album called Genetically Engineered to Enslave. And Yo. it is going to be a monster album. There's a lot of twists and turns from what they normally do, but it's definitely going to be crazy heavy. Uh, and yet another thing that Heidi's guest vocaling on. Yes, yes. Uh, I haven't been privy to her spot yet, but uh, they said she knocked it out of the park. Is this really stuff awesome. we're supposed to be talking about publicly? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure one, either Heidi or them posted about her... Okay, so yeah. it is public yeah. knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's actually on the Graviton release, too. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, she, she's part of the intro. A very big part of the intro, too, mm. I might add. She, she basically finished it off. It, she's fantastic. Sweet. Yeah. Speaking of Heidi, uh, both uh, all three of her bands, uh, the third <laughs> one is further down the list, but uh, Carnivora did drums with Brian not long ago, right? Yeah, a couple weeks back. That mm-hmm. was a really fun weekend. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so they they did that. Uh, they've been working on guitars with Matt Bashan, so that should be coming out pretty soon. Uh, a Versed just apparently went into the studio. Um, no idea when that's going to be coming ago. out, but uh, and happy birthday, Sungwoo! Yeah, oh, yeah, fucking Sungwoo Jung! <laughs> yeah, happy my, birthday, buddy! He's boy. like at least fifteen now. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Dude, he 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 turned twenty one when Cannibal Corpse played with Behemoth a couple years back, and he was fucking lit up at that show. Yeah, he I would, should be. Yeah, dude, I'll never forget him coming up to me. He's like, "Oh, hey, dude!" <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Uh, I love good old Sungwoo. Yeah, great. Happy dude. birthday, dude! All right. And then uh, her Heidi's third project, Zara Lux. Uh, recent name change on that, but as of today, in fact. as of today, yeah. That's how cutting edge you are. In yeah, fact, but- I even have the release, the post. As some of you may have noticed, our name has changed to Zara Lux, translating to Beautiful Light. We support this change, from just Zara, to avoid confusion and also create a more grand persona to push the aesthetic forward. The Dream EP will be released March 9th, 2018, on all digital and streaming platforms in- underneath Zara Lux with a little rose. So check that shit out. Yeah, we played a show with them for uh, New Year's uh, with Graviton, too. Mm-hmm. And, that, was uh, that was definitely an experience show. to check them out. That, cool. With uh, Chris Gardino from uh, Patho on there, too. Another uh, busy guy. Mm-hmm. Billy oh, Trone God, from yeah. Episodes. Uh, not sure who else was in that band, too. But yeah, yeah definitely. Who the fuck was the bass? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So they call themselves, all, they call Sorry, themselves alternative metal, but how would you describe that? their sound? Uh, they're, they're difficult to put a finger on. It's It's like... It really is alternative for sure. It's not yeah. like any specific subgenre. Um, it's sort of the very definition of alternative. Like they, they are an alternative to listening to. Uh, yeah, they're it, not heavy. Is it metal? It's not heavy. It's not heavy. But uh, they did cover a Jeff Loomis song. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. it's they they have roots in it. You can definitely tell that they're they're finding out their sound and that they're like really solidifying it and trying to like make their own thing and like 
do something different than mm-hmm. all of them have so many projects and that this is definitely something that's different than any of the bands that any of the other members are involved with. So definitely yeah. keep an eye out for that. And also Heidi and Chris will uh, go out and play their own little like a uh, sort of acoustic, acoustic shows, yeah. like two people, acoustic really shows. intimate. Awesome. I, to, awesome. Check that out. Yeah. Def- definitely look out for those shows because they're real good. Uh, Ed, you want to handle this next one? So yeah, we're uh, we're uh, balls deep in the writing process <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for the Ice Giant album. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit already on the podcast, but uh, we'll be hitting the studio as soon as we're ready. Uh, we want to make sure that we uh, we definitely hit the nail on the head with the sound that we're going for and the direction we want to go as the band with our new f- uh, lineup and everything like that. So uh, we're definitely finishing up writing by the end of the year. We should have it out uh our original goals were to have it out late spring early summer kind of thing but you know how things go we uh we want to make sure that you guys are getting good tunes so uh we want to make sure we're spending enough time writing everything for you guys so um probably hitting the studio late summer is our uh game plan right now um but in the fall we should be uh for sure in the studio and getting you guys uh some tunes out but yeah check out ice giant and then we got the crazy tech death, insane, fucking PhD level sci-fi shredders prog masters in fucking beast of nod. A beast of nod. We, we say insane level shredders because fucking Gore Blaster is currently in Germany now, right now at the Max Planck Max Planck Institute of Technology, talking about his research that he does at MIT. Which I was fortunate enough to go check out. Disposium, I believe, is the topic that he's. That he's is just absolutely he, he's correct. He's discovered some science ghost that comes out of lasers. Yeah, it, it's it's incredible the Disposium? work that he does. Disposium. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. He just posts a lot about that that stuff, and I have no idea what anything he's talking about means. And apparently he, he found a, he found yeah. like a ghost laser and it's pretty awesome and everybody's like freaking out about it. He discovered this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I bet he. He works at a laboratory. Oh yeah, I know that. Uh, d- yeah, they they, but, just, they discover things. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Him. Yes. It, it, and what's crazy is that on his floor alone, there are several other labs that are like him that are working on different chemical elements to discover. I think anyway, because I'm obviously not on his fucking level. Fucking nerds, man. <laughs> Dude, it's incredible the shit that Beast they're doing. Of nerds. <laughs> and, and the other crazy thing is that Gore Blaster has his own side. Business is it's it's called I'm pretty sure Gore Blaster Electronics. Well, he'll yeah, just, he just oh, got yeah. a new logo made. Yeah, yeah he built yeah. Ray, Ray. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he did get the actual Gore Blaster one eventually. But yeah, that yeah. dude he builds like pedals and shit. He did a preamp for Mick from yeah, Sonic Pulse. Actually right? Yeah, that's actually th- on the new Sonic Pulse album. Yeah, you'll 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 hear that with uh, Ice Giant stuff too. We use his Hyper Anal Hyperdrive on uh, <laughs> all of our guitar solos. So big part of our sound. Dude, the motherfucker just picked up electronics, too. That wasn't necessarily even his real, like, focus in college. He was like, oh, you know, I was just sort of, I, I sort of picked it up from some of the electronics majors that I was hanging out with. Like, I kind of needed it for my job, so I just Yeah, people need a... Uh, and he's am- just, he's like, on a whole other fucking level of electronics, let alone... He's on another planet. Dude, yeah, he's... He's just in a completely other realm. But yeah, from so the if, rest we ha- of us. if we have any gearheads li- listening, um, definitely check out Gore Blaster Electronics. He builds really cool pedals and he does these um, like uh, 
boost uh like pickups inside of your guitar that is just pretty much just like a mid boost that'll that's inside your guitar it's just you press the button and it's now like you an can internal tube screamer almost. yeah it's pretty it's awesome insanity. he he did that yeah. for a couple of uh guitars that nick has and um also for mick from sonic pulse and they everything he does sounds amazing and it's like usually i'm pretty skeptical with these diy type projects and stuff but really everything he's doing has science behind it and like actual engineering knowledge of how everything works and he actually makes it sound amazing he does research for mit and builds electronics and somehow still has time to be a fucking kick-ass guitar player in multiple bands like he's also he's he's also in episodes which is a (laughs) kick-ass band that we were on tour with before they couldn't find a guitar player for beast of not i guess so he built his own yeah, he built yeah. his he built his own replacement <laughs> guitar player. He now has a robot um, that plays guitar for him alongside because nobody else can keep up with his yeah. crazy ass. Yeah, there's like a central guitar command that he, they all built. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. is that just like his like MIDI rack thing, or does he have like yeah. an actual robot now? No, not quite. Yeah, he, <laughs> version his major point, isn't in robotics. Maybe. Otherwise, he would just own us all. <laughs> okay, because because I would totally believe it if he had built like a guitar playing robot. Dude, and honestly, if he it's really not wanted to, he could. <laughs> he absolutely could. Give him a couple months. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. The man needs to sleep. Like, <laughs> nah. I don't know how he does. He can sleep when he's dead. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Beast Moving nerds, on. So. Uh, Begot the Nephilim finally has something coming out. Ooh, very, like, very, very, very great album. <laughs> <laughs> After yes. years of like touring and playing big palladium shows with no recorded music there is finally a begot the nephilim album coming out like is that they announced the release and it's, it's in, in june, june i think yeah so uh, i think it's like june 19th what was it? i don't know why that pops out yeah and they also keep making jokes so i'm not sure if they have two albums coming out i don't know if that's what? just their funny jokes or or what but they said, "Oh yeah, we have we have enough for album number two already." Oh my god, they would too. Yeah. <laughs> They're those kinds of dudes. Well, do they have that second album recorded though? Mm. Is the question. Do they have the first album recorded? No. <laughs> I mean, it's coming out, so they <laughs> fucking better. I have I have heard it, and it, it, it for their style, for their genre, I'd say it's probably the pinnacle release that has come out in this area. And hmm. since ever, I'd say it's definitely the best release for that genre that that's come out of here. So if you like if you like the heavy stuff, um, and uh, you hate Jesus Christ, definitely listen to uh, the Cat the Nephilim. <laughs> 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 uh, it looks like it just says June right now, so it'll just be out in June. So look out for it. Yeah. Right. Uh, next on the list is Matrifigy. If I might be pronouncing that wrong, I think it's that, and I, I, I just, I sort of have that on. I, I sort of heard that they're recording. So heard, yes. I don't know if they've announced anything, but you should look out for Matrifigy. They've been playing around for a little while now, and a bunch of good dudes. So you should check that shit out. They just played one of our RPM fundraisers, I yes. believe. Yeah, yeah, like last week or two weeks ago. How would you briefly describe them? Because I'm not privy. It's like uh, d- death metal. Death metal? Oh, I wasn't actually metal. at the show, but yeah, it's All like right. straight that's up, up one of my metal. alleys. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's good. It, more on the brutal <clears throat> side of death metal. Ah, uh, yeah, real good. 
And then fucking Whalemist, too. Whalemist. Very awesome. Who played, as of now, the last Rec Room show. (laughs) Yes. Until the next one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they are fucking awesome. We're kind of like Kiss. We just keep farewelling. (laughs) (laughs) Like a lot of bands these days. But... Yeah, Well yeah. Miss is one of those up and coming bands right now that everybody should check out. I think we brought them up earlier in the show. Yeah, because we were talking about the last show. Because the Deranged Youth played that too, right? Yeah, yeah, that we was, were talking yes. about that. Were, were, yeah. were we recording though? I don't remember. No, I'm pretty sure we were. Were we? Yeah, yeah we, we were okay. recording. So yeah, right, again, Well, yeah, well Miss. Well New stuff coming out. Check, check that out. shit out. Yeah. Good people, good band. Do it up. So this is what I didn't know about. When when is this new Ashen Wings coming? Whenever they're done eating their cheeseburgers. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Is, is there a joke hurt. there that I'm not part of? Yes, Devin will appreciate it much more than you did. <laughs> <laughs> when they come up with enough blasts to fill an entire album. Yeah. Oh, there's never enough blasts, though. Yeah, if you're not privy to Ashen Wings, they're just... Really fast. Very fast. Just when very Devin's fast. done making memes about Pete from Seven Spires, <laughs> the new Ashen Wings will come yeah. out. <laughs> fast Black... Great guys, great mm-hmm. metal, definitely worth checking out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Virus of Ideals. Uh, I did mention this before, but they had an album fundraiser show this past weekend. Uh, <clears throat> no, no clue when they plan to go in to record that, but it is in the works. They uh, actually debuted a new song this weekend as well, which is really good. Uh, so yeah, check that out if you're yeah. into the whole melodic symphonic metal thing, which there is a lot of around. They're very right like mm. gothicy. Yeah, and they're, and they're, so they're pretty awesome. Yeah, check them out. I like them. The Another new song they played, they said uh, was the people. fastest one they've written. Yeah, tempo was. It, it's mm. probably say that one stuck out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're also playing with us on our tour at one point. I'm not sure which dates. Oh, nice. Yeah, probably. I think one or two other dates. Mm. Right. Uh, Wandering Oak, not wandering technically from Oak. New England anymore, but they did originate here. Um, Where did they wander? Uh, they, Rob upstate moved out New to York? upstate New York, like Buffalo, Rochester area, I think. Uh, so they have a new lineup. They are working on another full length, but they apparently will have an acoustic EP out before that. Ooh. So be on the lookout for that soon. Nice. Uh, the new Vacant Eyes, uh, mm. we debuted a song from Oof. that on the last podcast, I think. Oh, did they? Didn't know that. Yeah, uh, really yeah. good. Um, That's a heaviness that no one is prepared for. Nobody. It's Or slowness. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's insane. Like they'll, they'll, they'll come to a show and play two songs, and they're both 15 minutes, but you don't even feel that the 15 minutes have gone by. Nope. Their songs, the, the song crafting is incredible. They're still very catchy. Exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. little little melody thrown in and a lot yeah, of like dynamic. You, those two songs are all you need. It's perfect. They're yeah. fucking awesome. There is more than two songs on the new album. Just want to throw that out there. For sure. It's currently <laughs> four and a half hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that one I think is done recording. They're still they're looking to get it mastered and then possible vinyl release. I think you mentioned. I don't know how they're planning on releasing it, but yeah. Hopefully, I know, there's going to be CDs, but they want to do vinyl, I know, as well. So. I know, I know the mixes it. are done, so I know they're definitely ready for mastering. Yeah. So, yeah, more to come on that. Uh, Unflesh, this is apparently some inside info from Anthony, because I haven't seen them announce anything about this yet. Yeah, hopefully we don't get busted for that, but yeah, Unflesh coming out with some shit. Look out for that. Real nice tech death. For fans of Obscura, my goodness, Beyond Creation, 
Yeah, like they're blast just, beats and sweepity doos. Yeah. Sweepity doos. That uh, are like <laughs> extraordinarily tight too. They just played a show up in Manchester at the Jewel and just fucking annihilated the thing. Face melters. Yeah, you got members of two members mm-hmm. of Seven Spires, in fact. Yeah. Mr. Chris Peter. and Pete. Yep. And then Ryan from Solium Fatalis is the front man. And then yep. fucking Chris motherfucking Chris Mark Gardino. Because he's not busy enough. Yeah. No, not at all. God damn it. And he's playing all these, all these, all these ridiculous fucking riffs as if they were just butter. Just like, yeah, oh, yeah, no problem. I play all this fucking shit all the time. No biggie. So on flesh, watch out for that shit. It's going to be good. Ooh. And then uh, we also have a little, perhaps a little insidery things. If you've been watching Ryan Burke's uh, fucking Facebook lately, you might see a little, little hint of stuff that's yet to come out. Perhaps. Cuckflakes. <laughs> Perhaps. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Epi- Epicenter came out with an album already, but they there's apparently something like a smaller release in the works. Cuckflakes. It's really <laughs> yeah. not brought out by Kellogg's. <laughs> not not sponsored by Kellogg's. Cuckflakes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's a little project that I've been working on with Epicenter. Um, it's done. We just gotta decide when they want to release it and everything like that. So definitely worth checking out it's a different direction a little bit than their new album but it's still definitely amazing and something that i want to keep listening to over and over even after listening to it a million times when mixing it so not a lot of projects that you'll go back and listen to after mixing so this is one of them that i'm really proud of i mean if it's if it's as good as the new album then it's going to be really fucking good that's for you guys to decide definitely (laughs) so watch mr ryan burke's facebook page Go ahead and friend him. Go ahead and inundate him with fucking friend requests. <laughs> Everybody add Ryan Burr. <laughs> Tell him we sent you. All right. Uh, Palace and Thunderland, they finished... Such mi- a cool name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really uh, so if you, they, they've been around for a while. They they formed a long time ago and then broke up, and then Andy went on to do Black Pyramid. Um, after the whole... Like, the first time Andy quit Black Pyramid, he reformed... Palace and Thunderland, and is now just doing both bands. Uh, but they finished an album at Sone Lab at the end of last year. Uh, haven't announced too too much as far as the release, but it is uh, upcoming, I believe. So be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, really good, like heavy stoner psych rock uh, with a bit of like a '90s alternative edge to it. Uh, Garroted. Oh, I love these guys. Yes. Yeah, they... I saw them once and was very impressed with them. Uh, just, it's old school death metal, but very kind very of mind-bending. and gritty. Mm. Yeah, very, very thick and grimy, just like good death metal should be. Uh, they are apparently... I haven't seen the announcements, but, I mean, Facebook is stupid with its algorithms and shit, so I might have just missed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, they just posted uh, not too long ago their album cover, and it's really epic. That was Check fucking insane, yeah. I yeah. saw that shit, too. It's an epic battle scene. Yep. So Up there's apparently the a band called Garroded from, like, North Carolina. What? That is They're also... False. <laughs> false metal. <laughs> fucking false, Yeah. There's nothing going on. So in what's corroded mean? Is that like I don't know. It's, like it's, it's, it's spelled the same way, but only <laughs> like one a, R. One R, yeah. And they they apparently like called out garroted on Facebook over like Ooh. I guess like 
the the title of the new Garotted album is similar to something that Garotted came out with, I think. But both bands are apparently like I, I know one guy who knows no, both bands who is a promoter down there, and he says that Garotted is also very very good. But you yeah, just have to do no, a I battle for for the name. Fucking battle royale, yeah. <laughs> Didn't 100%. Slayer do that? Like Slayer did that shit back in the day because there was a band from like San Antonio that was also called Slayer. They would do. That. I don't recall. Wow. That. I don't know. Oh, they 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 technically formed before the famous Slayer, and then they did like a battle of the bands <clears throat> over the rights the to the name. There's actually another band named Ice Giant in New Jersey that just does like butt rock. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we just get tagged in events and stuff that that other guy's playing. It's like one guy playing like acoustic like dad songs and wow. Ice Giant. Yeah, well, he's false and he likes elves. So <laughs> fuck him. Fuck there him. was there was another <laughs> band called Bellower, but I don't think they exist anymore. No, no other Thunderforges, but there is a band from Australia, I think, called Stormforge. Hmm. Eh, not that's as good. completely different. It yeah, is not as good. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, what makes a storm? Thunder. So fucking itch. You get top. Or does the there. storm make the thunder though? The storm. <laughs> that's for Warblaster to, to research and find <laughs> yeah, out. That's a very good point. That's he can make some point. sort of that like twister, you know. Technology that was in that movie. Hey, right. nerd, do sciencey shit and tell us who's right. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of him, too, I, I think he's working on a solo project, too. On top of fucking everything. <laughs> I keep seeing things about, oh, yeah, I'm he on did a solo do, project. They, they, uh, my buddy Dwayne from Scene Productions in Connecticut did like a, like a shredder showcase show. Yeah. That he played with, I think it was Mike Kerr. Uh, Jack, Jack, Jack Costo and, and Eric Pellegrini. No, Eric dropped off. Oh, I did not know that. Score Blaster took his spot. There was oh. also that girl that played that was gonna play guitar in Michael Jackson's last tour. Ended up doing the Michael Jackson, um, what's it called, Cirque du Soleil event thing. Mm-hmm. She played guitar on that. Was that at the Kodo? No, that was at this was um Some at Strange Oriente, Brew down in Norwich, it? Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Oh. Orianti. I don't know what her name is. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, we're blanking on her name, but uh, moving on. Uh, episodes maybe has something yeah, in the works. When, when we were on tour with them in November, they, speaking uh, of Gore Blaster, again. they told us they were going to be uh, solidifying some of their ideas and maybe putting it on some wax cylinders. So, ooh, hmm. old school, <laughs> super old school. Yeah, uh, Axe effects right into a wax cylinder recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polar opposites. But yeah, uh, keep an eye out. Um, they got some pretty cool stuff on the way. Yeah, episodes. Yeah. And then apparently, uh, Writing in the Skies uh, live-tracked a few songs down in New York not long ago. Not too long. I think it was in December or something like that. They were uh, they were tracking over there. Right after our tour, they said they were going to meet up with some super fancy producer in New York and do a couple tracks. So I don't know if they're planning on releasing that or not, but they, they've been in the studio for sure. Um, and they have like... 50 songs pretty much ready to record whenever so we just got to convince them to come down to sonic titan and do that and is that the end of our list no yeah that's the end of our list that we can think of up off the top of our heads anyway that there there might even be more shit that's coming out that that is a fucking list like if you're not like if the outside world is not paying attention to what's going on in new england right now and I mean, we did have Wandering Oak who are just outside of New England, but, like, pay Even attention still. to the Northeast. Like, god damn. Yeah. 
And it's every flavor, you know, that you can yeah. think of. That's what's so amazing. Yeah, and, the the whole spectrum of yeah, metal is represented. It's not just one or the other. It's list. it's every damn adjective metal you can think of. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and these are all bands that are yet to put out stuff. That's not even including <clears throat> bands that have already put out stuff. I mean, shit, Gozu just put out some shit. Oh, My Missing Half is coming out with a new album. Yeah, I was going to ask you about really? that. Yeah, they, Motherfucker. they're done recording. That's another like Chris. That's, that's going to be <laughs> happening soon. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I forgot about that. How did I forget them? Oh, yeah. not Chris. I'm sorry. That's a... Uh, Nick Petrino. Uh, is yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah Trick right. I'm just so used to saying Chris for everything. <laughs> so, yeah. My, my Missing Half fucking on there, too. So, yeah. Watch out for New England bands because, holy shit, we're coming for everybody in the States, too. Because, holy shit, bands that I've seen around that are metal, so-called, don't hold a fucking candle to us up here. Not to stroke our own ego <laughs> at all, but holy fucking shit. We got a whole different breed up here, so watch out. Yeah. Can we do seventy k with just New England bands? We actually could pull it off, dude. We yeah, could. why don't it's we? called RPM? It's called RPM Fest. <laughs> yeah, bro. but that's not on a boat. <laughs> True. We need well, a boat. <laughs> we need an RPM cruise. Soon enough, though. Soon enough, there will. There, <laughs> at one point, there will be a day where some festival is going to be like, "Holy fucking shit!" And they're going to fucking contact all of us and be like, "Look, we're going to make a whole day of metal New England people." And it's going to be fucking enormous. It's going to have to be in a lake somewhere. Ooh. We don't have any of those in we'll there. Go up to fucking Winnipesaukee, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Spend a summer up in fucking Winnipesaukee and have yeah. a metal fest. <clears throat> metal Pesaki. I like it. Metal Pesaki. Metal Pesaki. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Or we'll go to Chicago. Metal on the Great Lakes. You mm. know, because they got Chicago open air and all that shit. I don't know. Yeah, but that's out of New England, though. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's a big, big crowd. No, you just tie a bunch of pontoon boats together. There you go. Well, I mean, shit. Fucking New England's already played a big show in Chicago. Chicago Open Air, in fact, Averse. There yeah. you go. Mm. Yeah. There you have it. Done. We're going to take over the fucking world. Yeah. The whole world fucked. will become newer England. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah. I think we've officially run out of things to talk about. Except so. for the horrors. Oh, oh horrors? Yeah. you want to cover cover those uh, show horrors there, Charles? I, I, yeah. yeah. So I, we, we, fill me in, and I'll tell you. Well, so you, I mean, you, you said you've listened to the podcast before, so you're aware yeah. that we do like well, that was a, like tour horrors, but yeah, horror yeah, like horror show you've yeah. ever experienced. I mean, you own a venue, only, so I'm uh, sure you've yeah you have your own. So like uh, horror stories of. You don't really have to like single anybody out in particular, but yeah, like I mean, you don't have to name shitty it. things that happen tough. to you. Um, shitty things that happen to you as a promoter and venue owner that bands have done to you and that kind of thing. What they could have done better. Well, maybe not so many bands, but actually, out of all the shows that we've done, uh, we've only had one fight. In all in all the existence, you know, and <laughs> that it was, was a, a good night. It was a pretty intense <laughs> fight, wasn't. and there was actually some people in Western Mass that unfortunately got knocked around a bit too. But uh, you know, the cops had to come. But luckily, that didn't really affect anything. But I think out of the hundred and seventy-five shows we did, two hundred shows or whatever, one that's not terrible. Um, I'm trying to think of any bands that I mean. That was that Graviton show, right? Uh, I was it. I know Graviton's Graviton played nineteen Graviton, times. Uh, I think I think Graviton was on that one. Yeah, it, it, that fucking. It was Bill definitely. Put up? 
don't cross the streams. Yeah. It was definitely, I know that w- they were definitely playing. So yeah, I, it uh, maybe that, it was it a Graviton show. It was that show. show. We, we fucking played and then all the shit went down. Yeah. But uh, it was cleaned up rather quickly because the cops in Peterborough are pretty awesome. And fucking Lisa just fucking manhandled yes, that one Yes, and, and Lisa definitely handled business. Oh, and, yeah. and Bill. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. And fucking... Uh, and Jeff. Jeff Tebow. Yes. He he uh, he swooped in like Superman. Oh, fucking hero. Um, let's see. Uh, honestly, pretty much all the bands I've ever dealt with were pretty good. I mean, I've never had any... Absolute terrible bands. I've had a, I've had maybe a band member or two from some slightly bigger bands that were upset about some stupid things, like uh, didn't want to wear a pink uh, wristband. What? So he uh, pitched a fit for that uh, till we till we finally got him to you know toe the line. Uh, but other than that, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think there was too many, too much drama. Everyone mm. really, pizza really calms people down. So yeah. There's not, you know, when you figure. feed the masses pizza, everybody kind of, you know, jumps in line and, and that's good. And does pizza what you too, say. folks. If you were unfortunate enough to have missed any rec room shows, that's, that's some fucking high hey, quality pizza. the pizza, pizza. place is still there, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's we're true. still there. Yeah, the pizza's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Until the next show. Yeah. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think. I mean, that's a good thing that I can't really think of any... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty amazing. Terrible honestly. situations. Um, yeah, everyone's room really cool. Hmm. Thunder yeah. Forge was always fun. Yeah, Climbing all, all right. over the furniture and singing and whatnot. <laughs> all right, yeah, uh, nice. I mean, I guess you did have issues with your original sound guy. Santa oh, Claus. fucking Santa! Yes, yeah, and <sighs> that actually, when you did the podcast, of, you know, of the the R.I.P. <laughs> venues, I, I was laughing really hard over <laughs> over all that. Fucking Santa, due to sleep at the board or just not there at all. In fact, I, I don't know if this got brought up at the Rip venues, but I watched that motherfucker come out of the venue while there was a band playing. Get in his red Jeep with all the fucking ridiculous antennas. Drive off for the extent of that band's uh, performance. And I think he, he maybe just showed up before that band had finished or just after with a fucking 12-er of seltzer water. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And came in like nothing had happened. So, yeah, just completely useless, essentially. Yeah, but you know what? I took over, and I think I I do a pretty damn dude, yeah. solid job for not knowing what the hell I was doing. Fucking day, dude. And I mean, I've I've played shows with worse sound than what you were able to provide. So Absolutely. be proud of yourself. And and the equipment I was using was is not exactly professional, tip top. You know, but I, I tried hard. You know, and yeah, you dude. can if if I ever do a show again there. Uh, actually, coming up in March. No, um, God damn it! Yeah, I'll probably have to do that again. But it was a it was a learning experience. It was real, real. I didn't have any problem with it. So uh, it was always about the vibes, really. There, yeah, mm-hmm. man. That was the best part of the, the rec room. Was just everybody was there having a good time. Yes, Nobody actually, was- it was Ice Giant that <laughs> had to uh, 
Yeah, the, the, put the, up with my very very first show where the first I completely screwed up all oh, the yeah. sound. The, I yes. totally remember that. Yeah, yeah but that was that my was fault. a hell of a show. That was. <laughs> So we're about With like two no song, vocals, two songs in, and I don't know if you guys have seen Ice Giant live, but we're a very vocal centric band. We have three vocalists, so two songs in, just the the PA just cuts out, and then so me being the loud motherfucker that I am, I just jump into the crowd and shout it over the band anyway. So it ended up actually just becoming more of a, like an intimate, cool, interactive like, type interactive thing, yeah. experience, just screaming in people's faces. You guys but, handled it really And I believe well. you, were, you were on hand trying to figure, you yeah, know, everybody, figure yeah, out. Yeah, everybody the, that was there that yeah, like dude. was just trying to scramble and try to fix things. I don't remember what the issue was, but we, uh, we just kept going. I was running sound. That was, that was the issue. <laughs> we, uh, we just kept going with it. It was, it was fun nonetheless. Yeah, People are there for blast beats, anyways. Yeah, and thank you, Clint Pacor from Don't Cross the Streams, for helping me set up the whole system to begin with. Because I know I was a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> not to, like Facebook. Uh, what do you call that? Video chatting with him, trying oh, to wow. hook everything up, and he actually <laughs> you know, he made it work. So that's nice. good. Awesome. Yeah, but then when we played there after, it was perfectly fine. So. Yeah, it was just that one day. But it ended up making for a once-in-a-lifetime type performance, so I can't complain. And I think that was the very first show, too, with you on sound. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it was the first set, too. So, like, the first band playing with it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, a few shows in, you know, it became, like, just normal. Nice and smooth, yeah. Yeah, nice and smooth. smooth. It was no real problem. Smooth fucking (laughs) poopins. Smooth poopins, yep. (laughs) But, I don't know, I'm sure there's bands out there that can name some... Horror stories more than I can. I, oh, yeah. I was too busy running around. That's fair. That's fair. Making fucking the best pizza in New Hampshire. It was that one Thank time you. you made a pickle pizza. That was fucking <laughs> awful. Oh, <Ugh>. yeah. <laughs> I made a nice giant pickle pizza too, but you that, didn't get to eat. I ate that. Yeah, that, keep that away from me. that. You can find <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I thought you were the fucking one who loves pickles. No, no. no I found that out on seventy thousand tons. Is that it's Eduardo oh, right. is yeah. the one that doesn't like the pickles. Of Nick course. doesn't mind I will, them. I will projectile vomit if a pickle is held three feet in front of me. I can't, I, I've even told people that, and I, I still I've mixed it up now. Even yeah, too. I can't. I cannot. It's Good my damn. whole family's like that too. I don't know what it is. I just can't do. Pickles. He, he almost yeah, died man. when one of those tasty little sandwiches from the cafe. Seriously, yeah. like I freaked uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, ah, I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and then he was like, Dude, pickles are fucking disgusting. I can't deal with pickles. I can't do it. I, just I like can't. pickles. Pickles are the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't deal with pineapple. Oh, especially on a pizza. You ever Especially had grilled pineapple? Pizza. Grilled pineapple is delicious. Oh, no, I love pineapple. Yeah. With, like, with like cinnamon on it. Oh, fuck yeah. No, I love oh, pineapple. I'll even eat pineapple on the ham. Ooh, a buttered just cinnamon. Just not. Oh, baby. <sighs> nice oh, and juicy. You put buttered cinnamon on everything. <laughs> on anything, I'll fucking eat that shit right up. <laughs> yeah. Except <laughs> for pickles. Dude, even fucking pickles. You, you lather enough fucking cinnamon butter on that shit. I'll Maybe make it happen. a pickle, Mike. <laughs> That would be the one occasion that I need a fucking pickle. I'm trying to imagine that tasting good, and I just can't. No, because it's a fucking pickle. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I, I like <laughs> pickles <laughs> just fine, but butter and cinnamon plus pickle, no. No, thank you. I don't even like those bread and butter pickles. Eh, you ever it depends. Have those? Eh, yeah, I've never I'm definitely more of a dill guy. Dill. <laughs> Straight up kosher. Nice. I like the, the the baby dills. Those are nice, nice crunchy snap to them. I like swollen pickle guitar pedals, but that's as close yeah, as I get. Yeah, that was my first cool. ever real pedal. 
Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Oh wow. It was on my board until recently. I picked up a uh, Earthbound Audio Pale Mare that's been taking its spot, but I do have the uh, Way Huge Pork and Pickle on the way. Oh, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So what they did, uh, they Way Huge has, they have a uh, Russian Pickle pedal, which is based on the Russian Big Muff, and they have a an overdrive pedal called the Pork Loin. So they <laughs> took those two and they put them together into one pedal called the Pork and Pickle. Uh, apparently they were deli owners before they <laughs> started making pedals. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck, that's fucking cool. Well, in the end, fuck pickles. Yeah. <laughs> if I've learned anything this podcast. Pickles. So I think that wraps it up for horror stories. I I, I know uh, on my drive home, I'm going to be like, oh, I should have said this. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the way it always goes. Uh, yeah. But um, there's always the next podcast. Yeah, dude. Speaking of which, uh, I mean, it sounds like we're going to wrap things up here. So if you uh, would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so on iTunes uh, and anywhere that pulls from iTunes. Most podcast apps do. Uh, Promoterhead666 or podcast.promoterhead666.com will direct you there. Uh, go to booking.promoterhead666.com or booking.rpmfest.org. We'll also bring you to our band submission page uh, if you would like to play or have your music featured on the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all that other shit. And I got nothing else. So uh, Come out any- to a fucking show. Yeah, come to a show. Come out to many shows. Come out yeah. to many shows. Hail local metal. Drink many beers. Yeah. Make the scene go. God damn it. And we'll see you all in a boat. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.